Good afternoon everyone. Hope everyone's having a pleasant day so far. Uh, I wanted to uh, show this palm tree while it was on my mind because somebody asked me to see a palm tree. And so this is the one that's in my backyard here. And it's raining pretty heavily right now. You can probably hear that in the background, which is good because we could definitely use the rain. But anyway, this is the palm tree that we have here. And a lot of the palm trees have been cut down in this area, but I wanted to go ahead and show this to uh, somebody who had asked me, a uh, subscriber and supporter of the channel, that they wanted to see a palm tree. So there it is. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and set this on my patio table in the backyard here and uh, get into what I was going to talk about today. Um, you know, oftentimes when you're making these videos, a lot of times I get an idea and I think I'm going to talk about a certain thing, something's placed in my heart and my mind, and um, oftentimes I go with it, but then there are things that come up that totally change things and rearrange things, and today's one of those days, and uh, the, the thing I was going to talk about, I even had a title for it that was given to me. It's called the cost of freedom, but you know what? I think I may have beaten that horse to death now. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. And you know, people, whether a quarantine begins tonight or tomorrow or next week or what have you, um, people are going to realize the cost of freedom on their own and uh, what they've lost regarding you know the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, having the Constitution suspended and so forth. And uh, you know, um, so. That's kind of one of those things, seeing, feeling, and experiencing will be believing. But what I want to talk to everyone about is a really fascinating thing that my wife shared with me. Uh, she recently uh, had a dream that she shared with me, and she wrote it down in her journal, and she gave me permission to share this. And I find it really fascinating because it not only confirms pretty much my last two videos, and we hadn't discussed this. And I don't even know that she's even had a chance to see my last two videos. So this is definitely a God thing. And it also confirms many other prophetic dreams and visions that people probably heard or read at 444prophecynews.com or, or whygodreallyexists.com or, or other sites. But anyway, uh, she gave me permission to share it. And actually, it's two dreams and one night. Uh, so it's a little lengthy, but it's really interesting. And uh, and I'm going to kind of preface it by saying that at one point in time, she actually got up for a few minutes, and uh, she went back to bed, fell back to sleep, and she went right back into the dream. So there's another sign that you know that this is something very prophetic. You know, Joel 2.28 talks about how, you know, your, your sons and daughters will prophesy and your old men will see your young men will see visions your old men will dream dreams and so forth and you know that doesn't necessarily just you know apply to old men young men and so forth i mean everybody gets dreams and sometimes they're prophetic sometimes they're not but you know like i mentioned previously you know it seems like the lord is really giving women a lot of very important dreams and prophecies not saying he's not doing it with the men but it's the women that really seem to be stepping up and um, getting these things. And um, 
you know, a lot of men, unfortunately, have failed. They failed their wives. They failed their children. They failed. There's no other way to say it. They failed. And they have a chance to leave now, but I don't know how they're going to be able to do it. Because if you didn't get that respect from the beginning, and you didn't kind of set the foundation and that precedent from the beginning on how to lead your family, lead your, you know, be the priest, the pastor of your home, and to, you know, lead your wife and your children. I really don't know how and why they would listen to you now. <laughs> but anyway, um, let me get into this. Um, it starts out like this. Uh, this was uh, back in January she received this. Because last night between the hours of around 4 to 6 a.m., I had a dream that I'm not sure what to think about, but I feel very compelled to write it down. Like I said, she put it in her journal. Uh, I'm going to admit the names because names aren't, you know, I, I just want to protect the names, protect people. Anyway, it says, uh, my daughter and I were traveling together, not sure to where we were going, but I got the impression that we were on our way home. Things changed quickly as I remember that we were near water and ocean and I saw planes, large ships like destroyers come toward the area we were in. I saw a green plane go down in flames and when I was able to take a peek over the side of the wall, the ocean was filled with a fleet of ships. I was not sure from which country they were from though, at least not at first. We were told that we were not leaving the port area and needed to go to a main plaza area. I knew that this was not good and tried to call and text Ken about what was happening, but my cell phone was scrambled and I was not able to send any communications out. I told my daughter that I would be at the plaza and after I called Ken would meet her there, which was a mistake. We were separated and I could not find her. I was scared and worried about her, as well as what was taking place around me. Most people were not panicking, as they seemed unaware of what was taking place. They were almost too calm, but again I realized that they probably did not understand the seriousness of our situation. Then someone with an accent when he spoke barked at us to find somewhere to sit. I sat on a bench with two others feeling helpless, powerless, and trapped. I still did not know where my daughter was. Then one person jumped up, a man, and began to demand what was happening here and why we were being detained. The soldier and he were verbally going at it as we all looked on at what was transpiring in front of us. The soldier then became irate and shot the man dead right in front of us. I could feel the effect of the noise of the gun as I jumped as I jumped my heart jumped inside of my chest a soldier in charge near us spoke in what I believe was Russian and then I woke up after I fell back asleep around 5 a.m. I was not thinking that the dream would continue but it did Ken was with me at this point in the dream as well as another adult, but I did not see his face or know his name. I do not remember seeing the kids with us, and later learned that they were separated, as we were all young adults from their parents to be trained, excuse me, as we're all 
young adults from their parents to be trained for the military force that had now taken over. While we were free to move about the plaza area that we were in, but could sense that a plan was being formed about what to do with all of us, we tried to call my dad, her, that's her dad, to get a message and let him know what was happening. But again, self-service was not working for any of us. It was as if they had control over our phones. There was one soldier who seemed to be in charge over us, who we later found out was a Christian. I remember crying and thanking the Lord for this favor as this man helped us as much as he could during our time there. Then gave us information about what was going to happen. He said that the way we dressed in jeans and that we still had a card with a chip reader. Not sure why that was important, but I clearly remember him saying the words chip reader set us apart from the others, I guess as rebels in the eyes of the other soldiers. We also learned that the plan was to destroy the city, the area that we were in completely obliterated as all of the men were to build a new city from the ground up. This was to remind us that what we knew before was now gone permanently as they were over us as a people. My job was to work, prepare food for everyone, along with the other women. We, we were to feed not only our people, but the soldiers as well. This was the food ministry that I was a part of. Not exactly how I imagined it would be, and I'll get into that in a minute. And I remember clearly thinking this thought in my mind. As the soldier told us all of this information that was also where we leaned, where we learned, excuse me, about our kids' roles in this new society, this new phase of our lives, and then I woke up again after this seemed part of the dream just after 6 a.m. I truly do not know what to make of these dreams, but they are disturbing and make me feel anxious about what is to come. I should not feel that way though, as I am in Christ and the promises never leave me. Um, that's all I'm going to share. And I think it's fascinating. I think it's absolutely fascinating. It's not just because it's from my wife, who is a godly woman, you know, and she's not the only god, godly woman I know and communicate with by far. But, you know, my grandmother was another godly woman, but she didn't get dreams, at least not like this that I'm aware of. My mother is a godly woman, and if she does get dreams or visions, I, I'm not aware of them either. But when my wife shared this with me, it really got my attention on many levels. And... Uh, uh, regarding the food ministry, um, she, like probably many other women, you know, feel that there is something they should be doing at this time and may not always have the opportunity, but they have a dream, they have a, a desire in their heart to, you know, be a part of a certain ministry and to do things. And my wife is an excellent cook and she really likes to cook and bake and so forth. So, uh, you know, she always thought that she would have some type of a, a ministry to help people, you know, regarding food. And, you know, this, again, wasn't exactly like she had planned it or thought it, thought that it would happen. But she did have a ministry to help feed people. 
and it kind of reminds me of what um, Beth Stevens told me a while back when all of this, you know, this C virus, CV thing started and all the rest of this stuff, you know, she told me previously that, Ken, that the things that are happening are not going to be the way people think, you know, I mean, this is not going to be the way people think it will happen, and now I understand exactly what she means, because in order to shut down the world the way they have, I thought we were going to have earthquakes, volcanoes, you know, hurricanes, tornadoes, all kinds of natural disasters, maybe like another 9-11 type attack, and don't get me wrong, all that stuff is coming. You know, Pearl Harbor 2.0, what have you. I didn't think they shut down the world with a, a CV, with a, a, a man-made, you know, uh, pestilence. I, I, it just never occurred to me. But that's exactly what's pretty much happened now. And um, getting back to what uh, my wife wrote here, you know, this food ministry is just one ministry that people will, will have you know, and, um, you know, once they, you know, after they quarantine us, lock us down, finally let us up, whatever the case may be, you know, whatever desires that the Lord has put on people's hearts to be able to do things, they may have that opportunity to do that. But it probably, most likely, will not be the way you imagined it or thought that it would happen. So I thought that that was pretty interesting part of her dream because... It allowed her to do what she wants to do, just not in the way and in the venue that she thought it was going to happen. So anyway, a lot of this dream and the fact that, you know, it got interrupted and then she fell back to sleep and then she went back into, you know, the dream again, kind of picked right off from where, right up from where she left off, leads me to believe that this is a very prophetic dream. And like I said, it confirms many things as well. It's pretty much my last two videos and, um, you know, many other things that I've read over the years of dreams and visions and so forth. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys um, because uh, it's frightening, you know, it, it's disturbing. It would make anybody anxious, uh, but at the same time, I think it's very truthful and uh, it just kind of reaffirms to me that, that we got to tell our kids, our grandkids, about what's coming. We, we got to inform, you know, the people closest to us as well as other people. And I found it interesting, you know, that the cell service wasn't working. You know, that could happen very soon. I just posted something on my community page that people can access it and find it uh, from Johnny Storm Don't Speak. Uh, that, you know, it appears that it's very, very possible that even tomorrow, maybe, you know, we could lose, um, there could be a denial of service where basically you lose internet, you lose your cell phone service. I don't know for how long, but you lose internet or have disruptions in internet, cell phone service, television, video, um, what have you. So it's a good possibility that that may occur. Um... So I thought that was really interesting about the, uh, you know, you couldn't communicate with people that you were trying to get a hold of. Um, and then just kind of looking over it as well, the soldier was speaking Russian. Well, if people are familiar with the Dmitry Dudeman prophecy, the Henry Gruber prophecies and so forth, you know, uh, and the fact that Russia does not seem to be as affected 
as greatly as other nations by this because it appears that Putin pretty much put the put the kibosh on it, for lack of a better term, you know, pretty quick, and that, um, you know, they just don't seem to be as effective as other nations for whatever reason. And I have heard and read other prophecies, you know, where now that I think about it, I think it was my mom that shared something with me a few years ago, actually, if I recall, where outside of a Walmart or some other type of super center or whatever, where Russians were actually, you know, Russian troops were actually guarding the area and they were patrolling the area and they decided who could go in and who couldn't go in and how much they could buy and what they couldn't buy and if i remember right uh when americans complained to the russian soldier about how they were being treated or whatever they basically said you know for many years you had it good in america now it's our turn (laughs) in so many words i'm paraphrasing so, you know, when people think, oh, we can't be invaded and we can't be taken over and, you know, UN troops and, you know, Russian and China troops and blah, 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 it's all conspiracy. That's not going to happen. I, I beg to differ. Um, I, I, I believe that it will happen. And this is yet, this dream is just yet another confirmation of uh, troops taking us over. And, uh, Anyway, and there's certain things in here that I will admit I do not understand myself, <laughs> which also kind of leads me to believe that it's a very prophetic dream requiring interpretation and certain things regarding the chip reader and whatnot. But so if people can pray about that or if they have any kind of um, answer to that, uh, you know, great. Leave a comment, you know, contact us. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm kind of curious to see what people think. Um, cause I know people do have the power to interpret dreams and visions and that, um, you know, they can see something that, you know, the rest of us may not, but, uh, yeah, just kind of looking over it here again, um, it, it seems to me that, uh, it just lines up with, with a lot of things I've read and heard in the past, um, so, you know, I guess the other thing I would say is don't get separated. You know, don't, you don't get separated. I mean, you want to have your family close to you as possible now. And the people that you love, your loved ones, you don't want to be separated because you may not ever see them again. And that's just, that's just the truth right there. Uh, so, anyway, I think I'm going to go ahead and go now. Um, I can't think of anything else to share regarding this. And I just wanted to read it verbatim the way... She wrote it and told it to me. And uh, so I thank my wife for being um, willing to uh, give me the opportunity to share this for everyone. And I hope you guys are blessed by it. I hope you take it as a warning. And um, I hope, uh, wow, I just hope that um, these things would not come to pass. But I believe that they will, unfortunately. So, you know, just heed the warning. I guess that's all I can say. Uh, you know, be aware of what even might even happen as early as tonight from certain reports. You know, if we are locked down, we're locked down. If it's quarantine time, it is what it is. Uh, if we wind up losing internet, power, you know, whatever it is. Hey, if this is the last video I ever make, Lord's will be done. Whatever the case may be. 
But, uh, you know, you guys be blessed, stay blessed. And, um, you know, I guess we'll just kind of see what happens. Uh, so in the meanwhile, uh, take care. God bless you guys. And thank you for tuning in and listening. All right. Bye-bye.